Hey, Gons and Alex. Mm, what? What? Oh, wait, no, hold on. It's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> now let's Woo! do this. Hey, mm, Tattles! Do it again. Gons is making grunting noises. Hey, Tattles. Yeah, Alex? Let me tell you about Warcraft 3 lore now. I hate myself. Oh, I hate myself. I hate myself. Oh, I hate myself. Why don't you both tell me about Warcraft lore? Alright, so anyway, where we left off. Tell me Um, all shit. So we left off, Arthas has... Thoroughly dunked Malganis and is walking around Northrend like a Zimbabwe. The, the Zimbabwe that he is. Oh, we're at the end of the human campaign. Zimbabwe is Japanese for zombie. That's yes. A translator's note. Yes, and so Arthas is losing his mind, whatever's left of it. And then we cut to... Um, he got that, uh, that, that, that relic, right? He, he got Frostmourne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got Frostmourne. And so that, then we go back to Lordaeron, which is the northern kingdom we talked about in mm-hmm. Warcraft 2. And they're uh, having a celebration because Arthas is back, and the uh, Undead Scourge is totally gone, guys. Uh, yeah, the Cult of the it. Damned, totally, totally defeated. And Arthas comes back looking all coked out and shit, and he's just <laughs> like, hey, hey, Dad. And then his the dad, out. the king, goes, hey, Arthas. And then Arthas goes, let me tell you about the Undead. And then he just stabs his dad in the face. Well, that's rude. And then he just, like, no one does anything. Just everyone watches because they're, like, supposed to be in shock. And Arthas just walks out. No like one stops him or anything. Airy mode walks right out of the... Walks right <laughs> like, out. like, the king is bleeding out on the floor and no one does anything. But whatever. So now we're in the Undead campaign and Arthas is tasked with uh, resurrecting Kel'Thuzad, who is the Ooh. guy that he killed earlier. Yes. And uh, I think I mentioned Uther in the last episode, but Arthas has to essentially gut Uther like a fish to get Kel'Thuzad's urn. He's got to kill his former trainer. Yeah, it's some fucking, uh, you know, Anakin Menethil shit. Anyway, so he uh, gets uh, Kel'Thuzad's remains and gets this urn, which can only contain these magical remains. And the urn contains his dad, Arthas' dad, but whatever, he just dumps out, says, fuck this shit, throws Kel'Thuzad in there. Yeah, he went full edgelord at this point in the story. Yeah, he throws Kel'Thuzad in there, and then uh, we have our first appearance of elves, uh, in Warcraft 3 at least. I was about to say, because I'm pretty sure they showed up at some point. Yeah, in Warcraft 3, so to resurrect Kel'Thuzad, and what Kel'Thuzad is tasked with, we're not too sure yet, but we're going to find out later. And... To resurrect Kel'Thuzad, we're going to need to go to what's called the Sunwell. And the Sunwell Mm -hmm. is the main power source of what are the High Elves. And the High Elves are essentially just Elves, but they're high. Were you you the one who told me that they're like fucking heroin addicts for magic? Yes. They fucking smoke in the fucking guy. They're in the spoon with like a big chunk of mana sitting in the bathroom with a lighter underneath it. Basically, well, and they draw all that power from the sun well. And the High Elves at this point, they're not really addicted to it. They just, like, live off of it because it's nice. And then Arthas comes walking into their land, literally is just unstoppable at this point because Frostborn is so strong and he's just gaining power exponentially mm-hmm. with every fight he wins. And he turns Lordaeron and the... High Elven lands into what is now the Eastern and Western Plaguelands and the Blightlands, or slash Ghostlands. The Ghostlands. I think I see those on this map here. Yeah, Ghostlands is the big blue area on the top. And you'll notice that big scar that's going right through the middle of everything that goes all the way up to that island? That's where the undead traveled, and they just burned right through the whole place. See, I thought it was, because the map I was looking at before was Cataclysm. I thought the big dragon showed up, destroyed all that shit, and then just, like, landed in there and made a big, like, carved a big thing through it. No, that carving is from the undead. Also, you want to know how the undead crossed the sea? They just fucking walked. They just walked on the water because they don't need to breathe. <laughs> in fact, uh, 
in that area, there's a bunch of... Because it was before uh, Wrath of the Lich King came out in Burning Crusade. On, like, one of the islands, a bunch of, uh, like, skeletons and zombies are running out of the water to come fight, like, the guards. Because they're traveling all the way from Northrend across the seafloor. <laughs> yeah, the, the undead don't fuck around in Warcraft 3. They are literally... They're like the oh. Necron, essentially. Mm-hmm. Also, don't forget, uh, during that whole campaign where I was just going through the elven lands and shit, uh, he finds Sylvanas, who we all know and wow now as the fucking one chick. He finds Sylvanas, who's the ranger general, meant to keep that city safe. Sylvanas. She fucking lost. Yeah, and she fucking lost and got killed. And Arthur's like, oh, I'm a dick, I'm not done with you yet, and revives Sylvanas as a banshee, and then used her to kill her former uh, friends in Silvermoon. I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure, because I I didn't think that she died immediately, I thought she still did stuff. Because she's like, uh, she's Drow Ranger in Dota and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He fucking kills her, resurrects her, and then they blitz through fucking Silvermoon, get to the Sunwell, use it to revive Kel'Thuzad, pretty much consumes the Sunwell in the process or whatever. Yeah, it... Yeah, it, yeah. like, taints it and takes up almost all of its power just to revive Kel'Thuzad. Because and it turned him into an even more powerful lich. Yeah. Like, he he was just a regular human necromancer before he died, and when he was resurrected, he was this all-powerful lich. Alright, so that's Kel'Thuzad, is he's becomes this lich? Yes. Yeah. And what he was he, the lich character. What did he do again? What, what, what did he do that made him such a big deal? He, he was, was the leader uh, of the Cult of the Damned. The Cult of the Damned are a bunch of basically human undead sympathizers that work for the Scourge, and they work by doing a bunch of evil, nefarious shit in the background that try to turn uh, Lordaeron into, well, the Plaguelands. Okay. One of their things was, like, tainting the grain shipment to infect people with the undead plague. Yeah, because I, I remember that. I just needed a refresher, because that was when um, they had to get rid of the whole city, because mm-hmm. they were all infected. Yeah, but Kel'Thuzad did that kind of shit. He was leading the cult. And he's still the leader of the cult even as a lich. It's just now he's way more powerful as a lich. And he's busy. He's like Toby Fox. He doesn't have time for this small stuff anymore. And that's why, uh, when you mentioned the mana addicts, they become mana addicts over time because without the Sunwell to draw power from, they realize they really need mana. Yeah, Yeah, the uh, High Elves no longer are High Elves. They are now called Blood Elves. Mm-hmm. Which is surprisingly more edgy, but it makes sense because like the magic is in their blood and they need it, which we'll explain much later. Also, you've um, mentioned the green eyes. They're also those blood elves from the fallen, or like their fallen allies, or whatever. And they also uh, they now have green eyes because they started consuming fell magic as opposed to the to regular say, blue magic. Because in the movie, I remember Mendeleev, like the the well whatever magic thing, got infected with like the fell magic. It turned all green and shit. I was gonna ask about why they all had green eyes. Yeah, fell magic is green, regular magic is blue. You get the idea? I okay, so gonna, I, I thought you were going to do like one of those roses is red, roses are red, violets are blue. No, I fuck knock it. on the door, it's me, Goku. <laughs> roses are gray, violets are gray, I'm dead and colorblind. <laughs> anyway, so the next part of the Undead campaign takes us to Dalaran. And if you've played WoW before, you know that Dalaran is the worst city in the game, but we'll address that later. Oh, it's uh, okay. Worst it, as in, it, like, it's the shittiest to explore? I, I played that city when it was, like, Wrath of the Lich King. And yes, so did I. Yeah, five frame rate per second. And I had five frame rate there. Dalaran, citizens of Dalaran, look to the skies. I like hearing that every day. And this is before yep. Dalaran is in the sky. Um, oh. So, what the fuck are you people talking about? Arthas and Kel'Thuzad march up onto Dalaran, which is the capital city of the Kirin Tor, which are the Archmages, the people that control the arcane in the world. It's or a all city the known arcane. full of magic people. Yeah. And so what they do is they march into that city and kill all the Archmages and pretty much assume entire control of the city, uh, save for like three uh, suburbs. And what they start doing is they start summoning a demon called Archimond. And to summon Archimond, Arthas holds down Dalaran for like an hour. Uh, just holds off the entire alliance because he's pretty much like a meat grinder at this point. And so they summon Archimond. And who Archimond is, is he is the commander of the Burning Legion, who is responsible 
for all this fell magic bullshit, all this Sargeras bullshit that we've uh, encountered earlier, all the fell magic, all the orcs, they're responsible for that. One thing you should know about Archimond is Archimond is one of the right-hand mans of uh, Sargeras himself. Kill Jaden's the right, Archimond's the left. He's a big deal. For you. And so essentially what Archimond does as his first first act on Azeroth, he uh, draws a circle in the sand and makes Dalaran collapse in on itself. So if you thought Archimond was fucking around... Yeah, this is a cutscene. And just by putting a circle in the sand? Well, it looks a lot cooler. Let me go get the cutscene for you to watch the fucking yeah. Archimon destroys. I'm guessing he puts like some glyphs into the sand and it causes magic yeah. to fuck it up. Yeah, it essentially makes the sand appear as the city, and then he waves yeah, his hand this through out. the city. It's actually what... a really good cutscene. This is, by the way, from 2003. Yeah, this is 2003. And... All right, we'll hold up here and let me watch this. Mm-hmm. Come on with the video. Maybe in the, uh... I already posted it in Skype. Don't worry about it. Bye. That's like 17 circles. See, why did the Warcraft movie look this good? Oh yeah, by the way, Archimond is fucking huge. Oh yeah, he's a giant. Well, why didn't they just like take out a gun and shoot him while he was doing this? Because the guy's like 20 foot tall. He'd be like fucking just sticking him with a needle. He won't give a shit. Oh, I see. Like, the, the perspective with the grass is really messed up. Yeah. Does he really need to do this whole same thing? He looks like he's strong enough to just literally go do this. Nah, he's not. Like, he's he doesn't fuck around, but he can't just walk into Dalaran by himself and break all that. Like, there is still a city of powerful Archmages. They could take him down if they all teamed up. <laughs> I mean, we, we do know the shitty way Archimon does eventually take it, as we remember... Yeah. Well, let's get to that. All right. All right. So Archimon does that, and that essentially establishes that he's not gonna fuck around. He is. He's big bad. And then that's the end of the undead campaign for a very long time. And then we go over to Kalimdor, where we meet up with Thrall and. Oh, could we his... didn't cover this yet? Well. Let's uh, talk about what Thrall was doing on his way to Kalimdor. We can talk about that. Um, Troll Island? The Troll Island. Yeah, because he he went from uh, Azeroth, and he just went west. Azeroth is the planet. He he was on fucking... The southern southern section is also called Azeroth. Right? The bottom right corner is Azeroth as well. No, no. Azeroth is literally the planet. I know, but on the map, it's, never mind. It, it said Azeroth down there, and I was confused. It's probably just we're just saying it's the Azeroth world map. <sighs> anyway, it, it, Ted, it's not called that, that 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 down there. Don't worry about it. The, the fucking Eastern Kingdoms. He was in Lordaeron, which is the human kingdom up in the north part. Yeah. So then he anyway, he, he, he him and Graf took the boats. They took the boats. They go. <laughs> Do they get and any they boats? Fucking, Are there boats? They, they, they get on this on the way there. They go to this fucking island that's inhabited by a bunch of trolls called the Dark Spear Trolls, and they meet fucking Senjin, who's this fucking leader. 
And he's like, what's up, dudes? We're fucking dealing with murlocs and shit. And they're like, wow, what dreadful creatures. We'll help you guys out. And the trolls are like, also, humans are here, and they fucking suck. And we're and the orcs are all like, yeah, we agree. We'll help you kill everything. And then, like, they help, they kill the fucking, some murlocs, they kill some fucking humans. Then more murlocs show up, and they capture the trolls, and, the, and you, and everybody. And then you the do this murlocs? little prison break mission. The murlocs, because murlocs were fucking, they, these murlocs didn't fuck around. These are some pretty smart murlocs, so they can actually talk a little bit. A little bit. And they uh, worship the sea witch kind of thing. Anyway, they were they were gathering up the trolls to sacrifice them to their sea witch god. Because it's they're murlocs. They're weird little fish people. They look kind of like frogs in Warcraft 3, though. Anyway, they fucking... You get into this prison break, fucking Senjin dies. You're like, well, shit. Then you and your new trolls, which are the ranged units for the horde uh, in this game. You, the trolls, the orcs, get a fucking do this fucking defense mission for, like, five minutes while your peons repair the ships, and you gotta defend against the Sea Witch and her fucking murloc army. And then you fucking get off the boat, yeah, I mean, you get off the island onto your boats, go to fucking Kalimdor, and then you get there with your new trolls, and you gotta hang out and meet these fucking big cow people called the Tauren. Now you take over, asshole. Okay, so the Tauren. Uh, basically, what Thrall has done up to this point has he has the trolls, the orcs, and these Torin. Who they are are essentially the the Native Americans, the the, the Native American stereotype of Warcraft, which they is so they didn't they they're just like chilling. Yeah, they're really just chilling. They care about the Earth Mother and all of that, and Thrall's in an area called Mulgore slash the Barrens right now. And he's basically just going to help these Torin guide this caravan and pretty much fight these pig people called uh, Quillbore. Quillbore, yeah, Quillbore. And the Quillbore essentially just fodder for the Horde because the Horde they're really, really, they're really strong. And so the Torin join up with the Horde. They're like, "Yeah, you're pretty cool. Uh, you guys can help us out. I mean, we'll help you. You help us. Same, same deal. Whatever." And then. They run into the humans again, and they meet yeah. up with Jaina Proudmore. Did I talk about Jaina Proudmore in the last episode? I think you mentioned her once. And said she was she was a mage. She was a mage that really wanted to fuck Arthas, but you see where that got her. Yeah. So now she's in Kalimdor because unlike Arthas, who Medivh spoke to, Medivh also spoke to Jaina, and Jaina was like, "Yep." Fuck this! I'm single as fuck. Gonna go get me some hot orc dick. Yeah. See, and, what happened was, uh, and after Stratholm, Jaina went by the like, and like, look what Arthas did. And she's like, "Holy shit, this looks awful." And then Medivh flies in in his crow form. He's like, "Yep, this is what happens when you shit still listen to me." So, uh, you gonna go to Kalimdor yet or what? And she's like, "Shit, all right." <laughs> so yeah, now the humans are in Kalimdor, and these are the really good humans. So. Well, uh, that's about all the part they play for now, is Thrall meets Jaina, and that's it. And then, um... Green Orc Dick. You forgot that part. Yeah, she she lusts after the Green Orc Dick, for real. Why was he green if both of his parents were Red Orcs? I'll explain that one, and they're also brown. Okay, so here's how this goes. When orcs drink the fucking fell blood of... What was it? What was it? Was it Manoroth's blood? Yeah, Manoroth. Yeah, when they drink Manoroth's blood, who's a pit lord, they become bound to Manoroth, they turn green with the fell energy, get red eyes, and they get an a borderline insatiable bloodthirst. And they get all roided up and shit, right? That's why they fucking go to war all the time. That's why they're savages. Before, they didn't do nothing, Dad. Remember that. The orcs were totally peaceful, dude. Yeah. (laughs) We're noble savages. But if both Wink. of his parents were brown... Yeah, how here's how this goes. Here's how, here's how this goes. There so, this was obviously a retcon because they fucked up, but this is the reason they say is the fell energy was so corrupting that it was even corrupting the orcs around them, and that's why Thrall was born green, even though they never drank the blood. I, I can believe it, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. it was clearly like they made orcs green, and then they, they did the brown shit later, and they're like, oh, shit. Eh. That's the real fucking reason. Because the movie, I he think was it, born on Earth anyway, so what the fuck? He was born I'm on Azeroth. not Earth, Azeroth. Well, yeah, he was always born on Azeroth. Like, Thrall's really young, compared to all the other things. Like, like Grom, his best friend, is like 40 years old at this point. Thrall's, in Warcraft 3, Thrall's 17 years old. He's young as shit, despite his deep-ass fucking voice. Fucking self-insert medicine, trying to be 17, my god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Grom Hellscream, that's where we're going next. Oh, um, I love this one. Grom's awesome. So we cut off to the Warsong clan, 
who is really, really... You go, you go, you go, you go. They're really... They got a huge boner for lumber. Like, they they need some wood. Well, because Thrall specifically asked them to get some wood. Thrall, Grom mentions that. He says, the horde needs lumber. Thrall said so. He's like, well, if you say so, boss. And they start chopping up all the trees in Ashenvale. Yeah. Else home than the night elves. The night elves are fucking tree humpers. They the are not are uh, happy about this. Yeah, they're not happy about this. The night elves are fucking pissed. So they're like, okay, they're chopping down our trees. We told them to stop. They're going to chop off their heads. And so they start a war, essentially, with the orcs, a little tiny battle, and they summon a demigod named Cenarius. Mm-hmm. And Cenarius, at this point, I think he's like the just the keeper of Ashenvale. He's like important, but at the same time, he's not. His his he's still a big deal to the night elves, but he had a lesser role when he first appeared because they obviously thought of all that shit way later to make him sound way cooler. <laughs> yeah, he's essentially the uh, like half uh, stag, half night elf, half man. And he's over- so he's like a man bear pig. Yeah, essentially, and he's overpowered as fuck. He's a super like, powerful version of a keeper of the grove. Is he the yes. one that can teleport in Dota and he's got like the trees and shit? Is that no, no. Lashrak is what he's based off of. Lashrak was like a ghostly textured version of him. So think Lashrak was the weird he's the weird centaur stag guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And essentially, Cenarius is overpowered as fuck, and Grom is like, oh my god, this dude is overpowered as fuck. What am I going to do? And then he walks up, and he sees Manoroth, and Manoroth is like, hey, bro. Sup? You wanna, you wanna, you wanna a little drink of my blood? Hey, Grom's dude, like, fuck yeah. Our blood? <laughs> and... Well, no, it, was, of, uh, it wasn't just like that. What happened was, uh... Manoroth and was it Tachondras or was it fucking who was who he hanging out with? He was hanging out with one of the Dreadlords. Tachondras. Yeah, was it Tachondras or was it, it yeah. was, was it the other one? Uh, well, Tachondras, the man who created the pencil. He was he was another Dreadlord. There's there like seven Dreadlords. Tachondras was the big dude. red one that was the yeah. second in command, I think. He was the one who was kind of bossing uh, Arthas and uh, Kel'Thuzad around. Yeah. This is still when they work together. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so Tachondras and Manoroth are meeting up, and Tachondras is like, well, the Oaks are pretty shitty, aren't they? And Manoroth's like, fuck you, I know they are. And Tachondras is like, hey, why don't you put some more of your blood in that fountain over there? Maybe they'll drink it. And he's like, that's crazy enough to fucking work, you bastard. So he does that, and then Grom happens to walk by it, and one of the trolls is like, dude, there's some bad voodoo up in here, man. This is, oh, I'm sorry, Mon. This is some fucked up shit, dude. We shouldn't do this. And Grom's like, fuck you, you fucking troll motherfucker. Pushes him out of the way and tells all the orcs to drink the blood again. Because, you know, because, you know, that worked so well the first time. Did you, did you know, uh, you know about Grom, his little backstory, right? He's Uh, called the one... He's called the one who doomed the orcs because he was the one who first drank the blood because he was like, fuck yeah, this is a great idea. So he did it a second time because he's an idiot. <laughs> so he drinks the blood a second time. All the orcs turn red now instead of green, and they are super roided up. Like, the all the demon blood was kind of fading before in Warcraft 2. I'm sure you covered that at the end of Warcraft 2. Where they, yeah. did, you, did you cover Thrall's It was so diluted that now it's kind of... Like, I'm sure you, you covered Durnhold and Thrall, right? Gons? Possibly? What? You covered Durnhold and Thrall, right? And all that shit? Well, I didn't cover eight. the escape from Durnhold, no. I just well, we'll cover it. that after this. So, anyway, it's the blood sad. was fading, and but then you get, they get even more blooded up. Because I have the book. I'm going to fucking talk about it. I like that book. So, <laughs> so like, they get all blooded up, and then they fucking fight the Night Elves, and Grom fucking kills Cenarius, who was the demigod of the Night Elves. He was a big fucking deal. Oh, shit. Yeah, he fucking kills him with his fucking axe. And... Is that even... Fuck. Can you even do that? Is that allowed? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's not a god. He's a demigod. He's a That's demigod why. of these nuts. Yeah. So Grom kills that. Then what happens right after that? Remind me, Gunn. It's been years since I played Warcraft 3. He kills, he kills Scenarius, and then he's like, yo, 
I want to fucking take over the world. You know, the Burning Legion. We're bound to Manoroth again, right? And oh, totally that's are. right. I remember this. Because he's brainwashed now because he drank the blood like a fucking idiot. And so now Thrall comes up and he's like, hey, bro, you got that lumber? Uh, <laughs> so we really appreciate it if you uh, gave me the lumber I asked for. And then Grom's like, fuck you. We're the real horde fuck now, bro. And it's like, fuck you, green orcs. We're red. We're We're badasses. And then Thrall says, okay, Thrall right. fucks his shit up as like, no, it doesn't matter how much blood you drink. I'm still, I'm still more of a Gary Stew than you are, Grom. And then Manoroth comes back and he's fucking pissed. And so Grom at this point has, he's no longer brainwashed. Thrall hit him really hard with a hammer. No, 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 no. <laughs> I remember specifically what happened. Okay, I remember the mission. You, Jaina, and some other asshole have to all team up together and beat the shit out of Grom. You get to beat up Grom, drag his stupid body back, where Jaina, you, and some other guy cross the beams, blast him with magic, and turn him green again. <laughs> and he's like, beams. oh shit, what did I do, bro? And he's like, you, you drank blood again, and he went evil again. And he's like, shit. So, then... Grom and Thrall are like, it's time to fucking end this shit. And Grom's like, yeah, you're probably right. So there's another cutscene. I'm not going to bother posting it because it's really short. Fucking Thrall and Grom fucking try to find Manoroth, find him in this little pit. Manoroth does some stupid little taunts. He fucking Thrall's like, well, fuck you, other man. Throws the fucking doom hammer at him. And it does nothing. He just bats it away with his fucking di- big demon wing and just like, just knocks Thrall the fuck out. Because Thrall sucks. And then, and then he turns to Grom, he's like, Grom, you know, me and you, we're pretty much the same person, you know, evil dialogue and shit. And Grom's like, fuck you, leather man, and runs up and hits him with his axe so hard it actually cracks through his demon armor, cuts his stomach open, and his demon insides explode and kill Grom in the process. Yeah, like, he explo- like literally explodes, and Grom is just incinerated. Yeah, because apparently the the insides of Pitlord, like his guts, his gore, is extremely volatile. <laughs> so Grom's like dying, and he's like, oh shit, dude, did I do it? And Thrall's like, you saved us, dude, saved us all. And right when Grom's about to die, his red eyes turn back to normal, like, I think they're like blue, and he, and then he dies, and Thrall just a fucking like roar, and then the cutscene ends. But it, it was Grom's big heroic moment, and it was kind of what makes Grom kind of cool, is that he fucked the orcs over a lot, but he's the one who ended up freeing them in the end from the demon the control. Because now all the orcs aren't... Because that was Manoroth, the one that they were all bound to. Now they're not. They're free. The Burning Legion can't ever tell them what to do ever again. Yep. So Grom frees the orcs, and that's the end of the orc campaign. Now let's jump back 10,000 years. Okay, the elves. All right, oh so we talked about the War of the Ancients a little bit in the last episode, but now we're going to go real. Go. We're going to go real big dick on it now. Um, okay. So should I start at the very, very beginning of Ancient Calendar with the trolls? Should I start with Sargeras when he uh, created the whole universe, or I mean, when the Titans created the universe and Sargeras uh, did his bullshit? Let's go because Sargeras sounds pretty important. So let's start Wait, from the he, very he, beginning. Okay, so let's this, uh, skip this, the old gods sh- for now, though. Okay, okay, okay. You could do like a second episode about this. So, you might have to edit a lot. So, at the very, very beginning of all of the Warcraft actual universe, because it is, it is a galaxy and whatever, there are these guys called the Titans. When do They're orcs the go into space? When are they going to rocket and fly into space? No, well, goat people do that, so don't worry. We'll get to them. Oh. Anyway, the Titans are gods. The, they're, they're these gigantic, like, planet-sized dudes who live in the stars and make worlds and shit. They're gods. Uh, they make worlds, make people, rule the galaxies, they do their thing. One of these galaxy rulers, one of these titans, is named Sargeras. He's this big Greek guy with a huge-ass fucking beard and a gigantic planet-sized sword. Now, Sargeras is tasked with being the space cop. He's the Galactic <laughs> Patrol. He goes to plants to make sure that there isn't any heresy and that no one's fucking around with like some sneaky shit to ruin the Titan's day. And, and when people are, 
he imprisons them in this little fucking demon like world. And yeah, I'm sorry, he puts this little portal world or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's twisting nether, right? Or is it a place in the twisting nether? Uh, it's just the uh, twisting nether. I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he fucking will wipe an entire planet out if he has to. Because that's the giant-ass swords for. That's only if he has to. Uh, he imprisons all these peoples, and all those people that he imprisons that, that d- disagree with the Titans are the demons we all know. The Imps, the Succubi, the Dreadlords, Pitlords, etc. They're all people who hate the Titans and the way they control things. All demons aren't from hell, they're aliens. That's how it works in Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he gets to the Dreadlords, who are the big, like, demon-y looking guys with the horns and the big wings, and the, 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 there's uh, the, the plotting behind-the-scenes guy, the Burning Legion. So, when he meets them, they start telling him some shit. Some shit like the Titans ain't all that good and whatever. They corrupt him and his way of thinking. This was the old lore, by the way. I'll get to the new one in a second. Don't worry, it gets better. Oh, boy. And, and Sargeras is like, shit, they're fucking right. Dude, Fuck the Pantheon and fuck their Leatherman jackets. Fuck it. Fuck the Jabroni outfits. Fuck the Pantheon and fuck the Jabroni outfits. So he he takes his big plant-sized sword and he's gonna start he's gonna start causing some shit. He's now corrupting. He starts turning into a big fiery demon thing with horns. Now his sword knows he's being corrupted and evil. Breaks itself in half just so he can't use its full power to destroy the worlds. So now it's only half as large as the world. Yeah, now it's about uh, it's a few countries in, in size. Yeah. Anyway, so he starts freeing all those demons he fucking originally imprisoned, makes the army known as the Burning Legion, and starts taking over galaxies and shit. Eventually, finding Azeroth. Azeroth is a very powerful planet because of its because uh, of a thing called the Will of Eternity on it. Uh, fucking Sargeras really wants it and stages a huge ass invasion. But he's got he's got to do some shit first. But before we get to that, I will now say the new updated lore, so we can get to where we, where we just were. So updated lore. So Garrus was still a Titan. So Garrus still did stuff, still did the plant stuff. But this time, the Dreadlords didn't corrupt him, Gons. This time, it was a another pantheon of beings known as the Old Gods. Now the no, Old no, no. Gods. The old, the old Gods didn't do it. The Old Gods didn't corrupt him either. You want to know what happened? It wasn't them. No, he didn't get corrupted at all. So they turned Sargeras into a didn't do nothing. Yes, oh this guy. Oh my fucking god! Wait, so here's what? how this. The dude so here's. Who, like, I remember through. this now. Yeah, it was the dragons that got corrupted by the old gods, not Sargeras. Yeah, you're right. No, only one dragon got corrupted by the old gods. That's that's yeah, uh, that's, that's just Deathwing. No, 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 no dragons hit. I'll get to it in a second. I'll get to the old gods too. So here's what happened with Sargeras now, the the big evil bad demon leader is now didn't do nothing wrong. So the old he, the old gods are partly responsible. The old gods are the parasites that live on planets that you can't remove because like they're, they're literally gigantic bugs that suck the life out of planets, uh. and you can't kill them though because if you kill them you'll kill like the planet. They they, they uh, you know you can't remove they're them. Symbiotic. Yeah, basically, they fuse themselves in with the planet. So you, so what the Titans do is they imprison them in these big structures. But turns out the old gods aren't even really gods that are on par with Titans. The old gods are minions, are high-up minions, working under these things called, what are they, the Void Lords? They're these beings we've never seen and are only mentioned in here. Yeah, the Void Lords. Here we go, in the birth of the old gods. So they're these super giant. But maybe super giant powerful dudes? We just we don't know. know. We literally just hear about them in this fucking chronicle. They're complete made up bullshit. So it's, it's to make it like it's to justify the fact that the adventures, the champions who are the protagonists after Warcraft Three, the champions, they kill two old gods. The straight up just murder two old gods. It's, and it's to make happens. it seem that we are not on par with the gods that made us. Yeah, it's to keep the the already overpowered champions who are already revered as gods at this point. Like, like if we if, if old gods were the things that could fight the pantheon, and we could kill two old gods, we could you know, forty of us could ankle bite the fuck out of a titan at this point. You could just do a raid and just you know destroy the universe. Yeah, here's the how this goes. champions are overpowered at this point. But anyway, champions. Here's how this rolls. Are those so players? that's us? Yeah, okay. the players. So here's how this rolls. So. He learns about the Void Lords, and the Void Lords are these big evil dudes who want to destroy everything because they're just evil. 
these big evil entities that we've never really heard, you know heard about. But the Pantheon fears them, sorta. Mm-hmm. So Azeroth isn't actually a planet anymore. Azeroth is a gigantic egg for a titan being born. Uh-huh. A new, super powerful titan. It's going to be the strongest member of all the Pantheon and basically do Sargeras' job even better than he's already doing it. Uh. So Garrus is like, alright, that's cool. But then he hears about the Void Lords, what they're going to do. The Void Lords are actually going to immediately corrupt Azeroth when he's born. That way, because he's still, even though he's a titan, he's still a fledgling titan. His brain is still easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into his brain, make him evil, and make him destroy everything. And because Azeroth is technically going to be the strongest titan, no one in the Pantheon would be able to stop him. The Void Lords would win. So, uh, Sargeras is like, well, shit. I don't want that. The only way to save Azeroth is to destroy it. I had to destroy Azeroth to save the whole galaxy. Pantheon, you gotta hear me out. This is a really bad idea. We can sacrifice one planet to save everything else. And the Pantheon is like, Psh, you're just losing it, man. Void Lords, what a bunch of made-up bullshit. Yeah, I wonder what Hack wrote that. You say so Void then, Lords? <laughs> Psh, void Lord. I don't, I don't buy it. So... <laughs> He's like, That's an well, you know what? Renegade Angel reference. So Sargera says, well, you know what? Fuck you. Kills the entire Pantheon. Every Titan is dead, Gons. Every Titan is now dead. No every longer Titan. Mystery. Yeah, every Titan besides Sargeras himself is dead. And Azeroth is, you know, an egg. And Sargeras is like, shit. I really need to stop these Void Lords. I gotta destroy Azeroth. Any means possible. And he starts freeing all the... Fu- get SpongeBob back. And he starts freeing all the demons in order to build the Burning Legion army in order to destroy Azeroth to save the rest of the galaxy. They basically made him into a galaxy-sized Illidan. What the fuck? That directly, well, like, happen? conflicts with what the original lore was. Like, yes, the original lore is Sargeras is attracted to Azeroth because the Night Elves are using arcane magic out the ass. They are using the, the Sun Well of Eternity. It's a super powerful thing that he wants, because he's just a big demon. Yeah, he, he just wants this shit. Like, this whole Sargeras didn't do nothing. No, Sargeras is a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. he's... Like, he got corrupt. I'm well, not going to go with this either, either way, it's kind of shitty, because either way, he was a corrupted thing, which we already have plenty of, or he's a didn't do. The only two ways Warcraft writes its characters. Essentially. So, and, anyway. so Sargeras and the Well of Eternity. Now, the Well of yeah, Eternity yeah. is the uh, focal point of all the power in the world. Well, where and, the, wait, hold on. I can still go where, where they came from. Oh, yeah. Hold up, motherfucker. We still got the trolls to take care of here. I'm oh, skipping my. the old gods and the elemental lords just to make this faster. So I'm skipping a couple thousand years here, Ted. Be happy. I'm skipping <laughs> Primordial Azeroth, as it's called in the Chronicle. So, blah, 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 blah. Azeroth, at this point in stage, does not have the two separate kingdoms. There's one giant Pangaea continent, only known as Ancient Kalimdor. Mm-hmm. I so, have a map of that here. In this place... That might be a different one in the current point because it's different because I'm, I skipped over the elemental as well. Remember that. So here's what happens: trolls rule this shit. Trolls, as you know, are the big blue dudes with tusks and shit. There are many different kinds of races and uh, tribes of trolls. They are spread all over the place with a couple other species hidden there. Like, obviously, there are animals, but there's also uh, the old Tauran ancestors are there. The Pandaren ancestors are there. Uh, the bug people are created there, too. The bug people are known as the Akir. Uh, there are different kinds. There's, like, the Nerubians, the Akir, and the Mantid. Those are, like, the three big ones. Mantid are big mantis. Mantid are mantis people. The Akir are Egyptian-themed bugs of many different varieties. And then, uh, the Nerubians are all spider-themed. All of them, uh, worship the old gods because the old gods created them. They're all basically evil, but they have been known to work with us if they have to. There are a couple of nice Nerubians that want to save their city because their city was taken over by the undead. But the Nerubians are just kind of evil. They just kind of want to work together. And then the Mantid were known to help us because their entire kingdom was falling apart. Even though they they, they have this really cool question where they specifically tell, like, we can never really get along because our gods are different, but I appreciate you helping us out with our, our city here, which is kind of a cool thing. Anyway, so the trolls live here. The trolls fight with the Akir and shit. 
Uh, there are other races that live there too, like the Earthen, which are uh, Titan constructs of dwarves. They become the dwarves. They're Titan beings here. That, that they're like the Mogul. The Mogu, sorry. The Mogu yeah, are these yeah. big. The Mogu are these big, like stat, like kind of like, like lion people, but they're made out of stone that uh, stay in kinda the valley. Like those dudes from uh, Terra. Essentially, everyone dudes. except the uh, elves and trolls and the uh, no one, everything except elves, trolls. That's a humanoid is made of stone at this point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, all the, like basically just trolls and like animal people. That's all that lives here. Now the trolls are doing their thing, ruling their shit, worshiping their loas, having their separate tribes. And there's one tribe called the Zandalar. The Zandalar tribe is basically the, the where everyone came from. They're these like pale skin trolls that uh, even though there's their their like, society thing on the map is kind of small, they are super powerful. Every single troll tribe goes to them like it works under them like like all the like say these two troll tribes are fighting right if the zandalar walk by they will drop everything and like bow to them they are such a big deal that's where the troll king himself rastakhan lived well rastakhan isn't born at this point but you get the idea this is what the troll king is his name is rastakhan the current one is yeah yeah because their name is uh because they speak like they're all jamaican and shit i like it yeah yeah anyway so the trolls are doing their thing. There's these ones called the Dark Trolls, being black. They're not allowed in troll society. So the so the the, the white Andalari, the, the white Aryan Zandalari kick them out and fucking tell them to get the fuck out of here. And the Dark Trolls get to this place called the Well of Eternity, which is the big basically powers the big giant mana battery of Azeroth. Yeah, in the middle of the Pangaea it, continent. It's in the middle. Yes. So the Dark Trolls go there and pretty much live by it this changes them it mutates them and fills them with arcane energy and these people turn into the night elves oh that's a big change between troll and night elf yes night elves are descendants of the trolls are mutated trolls that's why uh they have they're still big tall thin and have the big pointy ears like trolls do huh yep that's actually confirmed even though the uh, in-game trolls and night elves vehemently deny it that's the truth um, and that's, it's Sargeras, he comes down on just ancient Commodore, right? Well, he doesn't come down. What happens is the troll, the, the night elves wipe the fuck out of the troll. It's like, there's, a, there's I don't have the map picture right here, but like the, the map in this chronicle is like troll controlled territory. Like there's patches everywhere. And like the like, big things are like, like Zolman and shit. Then next page, night elf territory. It's a giant circle in the middle of the place. Night elves just took shit over because they had arcane power, which was new. The trolls only had voodoo and shit. They had no idea how to deal with fuck. They had no idea how to deal with arcane magic. So they lost. Night elves take over the shit. Night elves start making their kingdoms, and they have their queen Azara and the highborn. The highborn are these really up, up, upper class like mage night elves and shit. They start doing their thing and you know using the well of eternity, and everything's going well for them. Then Sargeras contacts Queen Azara and is like, "Bitch, I want the well. I really want some power." And Azara, being the bitch that she is, is like, you know. Being as powerful and evil as me, I need a really powerful husband. A giant demon sounds about good. Yeah, he sounds just about up to my standards. Barely. I'll let him come in Azeroth. Yeah, she's a bitch. So, uh... Ooh, you could phrase that differently. So, uh... Okay, she's a cunt. So... Never mind. (laughs) You said come in Azeroth. That made me laugh. Oh. (laughs) Fucking... So... So, she fucking... Works with the demons, and her and the highborn are like, let's just get all the demons in here, fam. And the night of, like, citizens are like, this sounds like a really, really bad idea. I don't like this. So, three big night elves that we know, Malfurion, Illidan, and Tyrande, work, uh, team up with uh, Cenarius and a time-traveling orc. We'll get to him in a second. And they, they begin... Oh, and the dragons, because the dragons are these... Uh, beings of the titans uh they, the dragons are named to azeroth too by the way uh they they, they evolved they were the uh, proto drakes remember that remember that guns oh proto drakes yeah. oh my god they're basically just dragon they're basically just dinosaur dragons but they're like genetically uh engineered dragons no, right? no, the, the proto drakes uh always existed on azeroth they're just they're old ass beings they're, they're, oh, they're yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. They're dinosaur dragons. What happened was a bunch of uh, like big, uh, big strong colored ones 
destroyed Galakrond, who was, like, you know, massive in size. You had like, a skeleton takes over the entire zone of Dragonblight. They all worked together and killed him. The Titans were like, wow, that was pretty impressive. Even Tyr couldn't fight that guy in his own. He got his hand bitten off. You guys, you drakes are pretty cool. And they're like, bark, because they're dragons. And they're like, we're going to give these dragons a bunch of powers and shit. And they made the dragons turn into the dragon flights. They make them the, the cooler, like, actual western-looking dragons that we know, instead of the weird dinosaur dragons. Yeah. And, they, they, and they give them all specific roles. The red dragons run by Alex Straza, who's the hot one, by the way. Uh, she uh, has to guard life. Uh, Nelfarian, who becomes Deathwing, needs to guard Earth. Uh, Norse Dormu does time, etc. You get the idea. A dragon that defends time. Yeah, he's cool as shit. They're, they have really cool dungeons where you travel through time in order to fix the time waves from these infinite dragons who are these evil, corrupted versions of the uh, bronze dragons. Anyway, uh, by the way, if you want to know why Deathwing becomes Deathwing, is uh, he's the guardian of Earth, so he lived underground. You know what else lives underground? The old gods that corrupt everything. He didn't last very long down there. Yeah. He did not. <laughs> yeah. He fucking went evil quick. So anyway, back to fucking Sargeras and shit. Back to the Civil War. So those our three uh, Night Elven heroes and their orc buddy and their fucking demigod start fucking start a revolution. And the Night Elves are like, uh, the evil Night Elves are like, fuck you. And they're summoning demons and shit. And the dragons are like, fuck you. So the dragons, the Night Elves... <laughs> The good one elves, the bad elves, the demons, and the time-traveling orc are all fighting and shit. Everything's going crazy. They're using the Will of Eternity basically as a portal to just summon more and more demons into this place. Uh, I don't remember if it was Manoroth or a different Pit Lord, but one Pit Lord uh, talks sh- I remember this one little bit because it was a funny part of the story. Uh, well, uh, the one pit lord talks shit to Ajera. He's like, "You're a stupid little bitch." Because remember, Ajera is still like a normal like night elf. She's just like a little taller. Man, and like, a pit lord is like really fucking big. He's like. You're shit, Azura. And she's like, fuck you, and backhands a pit lord. And, he, and he's like, oh shit, that hurt. Because she's really, really powerful. Yeah. And I thought that was a, a cute little uh, bit. Anyway, so. Hilarious. Hilarious. So. Malfurion's a big druid guy. Tyrande's a big night elf priestess. Cenarius is a demigod. The time traveling orc has an axe blessed by that demigod Cenarius to start chopping through demons and shit. And then Illidan is the little angsty boy that we all know and love. Illidan does some bad shit to temporarily side with the demons in order to, like, usurp them underneath. Obviously, no one believed that for a second. And everyone just turned on Illidan really quick and threw him in a jail cell for 10,000 years. <laughs> so, Illidan sucks to be Illidan. So, they do the war. Uh, the time-traveling orc says, Wow, this is a battle full of wizards. I don't belong here. So long, wizards. Jumps into the portal with his axe, starts chopping up demons, f- uh, fucking gets stabbed by Sargeras himself, hits Sargeras with his little axe, which distracts him, and then the portal closes. Good night elves win. Fucking the Well of Eternity explodes from this, which shatters the continents into the shapes that we know now. Uh, all the highborn sink into the sea in order to save themselves. I don't know if it was what they did it themselves or something else happened, but basically all the big high magic night elves turn into the Naga, which are the snake people that live underwater. Those are also night elves, which are also trolls. Which is also on Earth. Which is also on Earth. So that's where the Naga come from. And the night elves are like, well, we, gotta make, we hate the Naga and blah, blah, blah. Shit, that shit happens. And, uh... Fucking, that's the backstory of the Night Elves. The Night Elves are now run by Malfurion and Tyrande, because Night Elves live forever. They're immortal. They can be killed, but they age, They never age. They're essentially like the uh, basic bitch elf stereotype. Yeah. And so, 10,000 years later, the Night Elves are still being run by, the, by those heroes that saved them in that civil war 10,000 years ago. And they fuck, and we meet up with them, and we start doing their quest line, their storyline, with Malfurion and Tyrande. They are like, well, shit, demons and shit are coming back to invade our forests. We can't let that happen. We need help. And Tyrande's like, we could always go get your brother Illidan back. And Malfurion's like, that's a really bad idea, especially with demons around. He did try to side with the demons for a little while. And she's like, but he's really powerful, and he's kind of edgy. We kind of need him in our army. And he's like... It's bad shit. It's some bad shit right there. And Tyrande's mm-hmm. like, I think I'll do it anyway. So then Tyrande goes to Illidan's jail cell with her little band of night elves, and she's got to fight the wardens, and she kills all of her own kind to fucking free Illidan. And she's like, and, and she's like, hey, Illidan, want to help us fight? He's like, 
you bitches imprisoned me there for 10,000 goddamn years. And she's like, yeah, I know that sucks and all, but we could really use your help. He's like, bitch, do you know how fucking long 10,000 years is Years is one fucking room? I'm so fucking pissed right now. Jordan's like, yeah, but I, I know you really find me hot and you're jealous that your brother fucks me, but maybe if you help us out, just maybe, I'll remotely care about you. And he's like, well, can't say no to that chance. So Ellen and Toronto are teamed up and they do their little quest line together. What happens after that again? Remind me, Gons. Okay. Malfurion, he he loses his shit. He's pissed, but he can't oh, really... Oh, right, right, right. Hold on. I remember now. Sorry. Well, sorry to cut you off right after I asked you to talk, but there's one more thing of <laughs> why Malfurion was gone. I remember why Malfurion was gone in the first place. Because the druid, male... Okay. Night elves are like a female-run society. They, not, they are the fucking high, uh, high the priestesses and the, uh, the warriors. Because males are almost all druids. And the druids sleep in underground burrows for, like, thousands of years in order to be in this place called the Emerald Dream, which is this huge place for the druids. So in order to become powerful and shit, they just sleep all the time, and the females have to fucking clean up after them and fucking defend them and shit. Because when shit like this happens, so they wake up... vegetables. Well, here's the thing. When this shit happens, they wake the druids up, and the druids are like, okay, they do not look like regular night elves in the game. Like, druids of the claw are these huge, like, bricks, uh, like, brick-wide fucking night elves with big, huge beards and claw arms. And they're like, is there something going on? And they're like, we need your druid powers to stop demons. And he's just like, it's fucking go time. Like, and I see this picture of Malfury and, uh... Well, that's just Malfury himself. He's not a druid of the claw. Wait, the really? Well, Malfurion's just, like, a, an archdruid. He does, like, everything. Like, he's telling Claw everything. That's why he has staghorns, bird wings, and Claw, like, things on his thing, on his hands. Malfurion's just, like, a big overall druid. He's he's the leader of the, all the Night Elves. They're, like, there are druids of the Claw, druids of the fucking... What, what are the fucking bird ones called? Wing of the Feather? Yeah. Druids of the Talon. That Talon, they're 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 snake ones called Druids of the Fang. They all specialize in like a, in a, like an animal like they, they all specialize in one animal and one style. Anyway, yeah. they start and... waking up all the druids, and Malfurion's like, "Well, what happened when I was gone?" She's like, "I freed Illidan." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and Illidan and Malfurion don't see each other in the entire game, by the way. Uh, and what Illidan ends later. up doing, they Illidan do. goes off and he. Uh, Finds the demons. He's like, "Wow, these guys are still assholes. I'm gonna kill them for for Bay for for Taranda because she might she might want to suck my dick later. And then she might maybe care about me even remotely. Taranda's a cunt. Then, she, she just manipulates the poor poor Illidan. Yeah, and then Illidan and his little tiny army that he was provided uh, fuck the demon shit up, and Illidan acquires something called the Skull of Goldan. Fact-checking it, because I actually remember one specific scene that was fact-checked on me so hard and pissed me the fuck off. So <laughs> it is a scene that I completely forgot about it. Cause oh, yeah, I by say, the way, he becomes aware of this skull of Gul'dan by Arthas, who yep, walked across the sea. This is all Arthas did on Kalimdor the entire time. He just told Illidan, hey, hey, skull of Gul'dan! Because here's the thing. Because there was Tachondorus... Ticonderous, the big red demon who's kind of bossing, uh, bossing fucking the Scourge around, is well, bossing the Scourge around. He's in Kalimdor right now. And so, Arthas and Kel'Thuzad are working with the Lich King himself. The Lich King doesn't like being a puppet to the Burning Legion. He wants to be free to do his own undead shenanigans. So he's having Arthas and Kel'Thuzad do background shit behind the demon's back in order to usurp them. They have their own whole thing going on. They're like their own whole faction. It's actually a really good story. They're actually super fucking cool. So Arthas, planning this, sees Illidan needs more power to fight Tachondorus. So he's like, hey, motherfucker, why don't you go and get the Skull of Gul'dan? It'll make you really powerful. If you remember Gul'dan, he's the one who gave the orcs the demon blood in the first place. He's a really powerful orc warlock. He was in the Warcraft movie. He was one of the big spiky things coming out of his back. Yeah, I he's remember the him. White beard. Yeah. And I love the guy. He's like one of my favorite wild characters because he's just, he's so evil. Hmm. Like it's 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 admirable. We'll cover fucking him chugga later. So, Illidan's like, how should I trust you? He's like, because I hate that demon. He's like, good enough for me. So Illidan fucking gets a skull of Gul'dan and turns into like this big demon thing. He turns into a demon monster. It's all roided up on demon energy. And he's like, yo, I'm fucking feeling it now. 
and him and his army fucking fucking beat the shit out of Tacondras and kill him. And then Malfurion and Tyrannus show up when when Illidan's a demon. And Illidan's like, look what I did, brother. I saved the forest. I killed the demons. And Malfurion's like, look what you did to yourself. You became a demon. Get the fuck out of this goddamn forest, you piece of shit. And And Tyrannus' like, my legs are closing faster than Windows 95 does. And then, and then you just hear the doo 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 doo, and then Illidan is just so butthurt and just fucks off into the sea. Yeah, Illidan disappears. But Illidan, Illidan actually did do nothing wrong. He wanted he really to didn't be, do anything wrong. He he wanted to be a hero. The problem is like he wanted to be a hero back in the War of the Ancients. The problem is all of his methods suck ass. He he tries to be a hero by doing bad things. He's basically anti-hero be the word, which is or just edgy hero be the word. Like he just he really wants to be a good guy, but people won't let him. Uh, so Malfurion misunderstands Illidan like usual, and pretty much exiles Illidan. He he specifically says like I'm not gonna kill you because of what you did, but you are exiled from all elven kind. Get the fuck out of here. Illidan is rightfully butthurt because he did just do all this to save everybody, and then sulks away forever. And then, are we getting near the end with the big finale where everyone teams up yet, or are we still have another yeah, chance? Yeah, that, that's the next part. Right, okay, I'll um, cut it off after that one because this is about an hour. Well, we're we're literally almost done with the game. Oh well, okay then. Like okay, okay, okay. Alex, so you know, you could have brought this up earlier. So, big finale. We're skipping lots of bits, by the way. You should be fucking happy. Like, we're skipping huge bits of dialogue, scenes. We're skipping, like, all of Jaina's... Like, we're skipping Jaina's entire, uh... Like, switch from, uh, boner lover to, uh... 20-inch green dick sympathizer. Because that's what she is. I I don't really need you to go in-depth on that. I don't know, man. She really wants to fuck Thrall. And even more so in the fucking sequel. We'll get to that later. Woohoo, lad! Well, there's a sequel to Warcraft 3? There was, yeah, there was yeah. 1, 2, the first 3, and then WoW. Well, there's 1, 2, the expansion pack of 2, the Beyond the Dark Portal, then 3, then the expansion pack of 3, which is for the Frozen Throne, because there's new campaigns. Oh. This, is, this is, this is, uh, 15 years ago DLC when it actually meant something, people. These Back are expansion packs. Day. Back in, remember the 2000s? These were so much better then. If you didn't live in the 2000s, you just didn't have a childhood. You retroactively didn't exist. <laughs> this was the 2000s. If you did not do this, you're a fucking cuckold. So, the last chapter of the game. This is what Medivh was trying to plan the whole time. Because Medivh was, was trying to get everyone together to stop the Burning Legion. But everyone's a fucking piece of shit and won't listen to him. So, the orcs. The Night Elves, the humans, are all together. The undead weakened the Burning Legion, but they're evil and doing their own thing. The Burning Legion, with Archimon, are going to attack the World Tree, which is a uh, big fucking deal for me. Destroying the World Tree would basically mean, like, would destroy the world. What the fuck did the World Tree mean again? Because it wasn't the one that gave them immortality. That was a different tree. And the World Tree was just like... It protected the what was the like makeshift well of eternity because it made it like because it, it was Nordrasil. If, if I recall correctly, it was on uh like the like a pool where like the last bit of like well of eternity water was or something like that. Like, yeah, it was holding there's... the world together essentially. Yeah, that's it. Uh, also, one of the things that Illidan did that was wrong was try to take some water from the Well of Eternity to save for later, which Malfurion did not appreciate. <laughs> I he remember that. He tried to fucking take his little sippy cup and stick it in there so he can take it home. He, he, he took, like, two little vials to save some water so he can have some power for later. It was, again, so that in case he ever needed it to be a good guy, he could have it. Malfurion didn't want any of that because he didn't want any of the Well of Eternity shit anymore because, you know, look where it got them. To be fair, Malfurion had a point back then. I mean, it did summon the demons in the first place. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So they're all together in this big climactic finale. Fucking, and it's like literally the whole world's coming together. Like, the side quests in that mission are to get, like, the Dark Trolls, the Furbolgs, everybody to work to Like, there, there's a couple of Dark Trolls that aren't Night Elves because the fucking retcons and shit. Fuck you, you know? It's fucking... We get all these, all these fucking like animals and wildlife together. All the three armies together to fight the fucking Burning Legion. The Burning Legion is using part of the Scourge with them. They're using demons. It's this huge fucking final big battle. They're going uh, all out. Yeah, 
uh, and it's actually a raid in Game of the Caverns of Time that you go back in time to. Archimon himself, who remember, like twenty, is a big twenty foot tall blue demon guy because he's a big Draenei. We'll get to that later in the next episode, which we're recording right next because I'm still in a Warcraft mood. So he fucking, <laughs> so he stomps his big fucking hooves. He's walking just beelining right for that fucking world tree. He gets up to that tree. He starts humping the shit out of it. <laughs> and then Malfurion blows this big fucking horn and a bunch of wisps, millions of wisps from the forest, all fly around Archimonde, attach to him, and use their detonate ability and kill him. <laughs> Saving the world. <laughs> and Medivh's like, well, my task is done. Faced with the Great Crisis... All the world can finally get together. There, no, there doesn't need to be a war in Warcraft. Sequel. Warcraft 2. Warcraft harder. War, Warcraft 3. The further through Ellie, we live in a world of Warcraft. Yeah, but he does a stupid line and then the game ends. The end. So, we want to yeah. do episode 2 now? I gotta uh, go to the bathroom. Let me, um... Whew. Give me a minute here. That's a lot of info. What an info process. It is. Yeah. We're, we're skipping things, by the way. Like, like, there's a lot of that background I could talk to. Like, I could talk about the Sandalari invasion, the Pandar, the Pandarian uprising, Sandalari versus the Pandaren, Queen Ajara. Oh, I understand, Alex. Let me tell you about the le- the Leprechaun romance quadrants. Yeah. Okay. It was Manoroth in the War of the Angels. Manoroth is a really big deal. Uh, he's a really big demon. Deathwing and the Dragon Soul, Illidan's Betrayal, The Defeat of Xavius, Summers and Pillars of Creation, The Fall of Zin Azari, and The Sundering of the World, Burdens of Shao Hao. Man, I actually really want to talk about Medivh, because Medivh is actually a really cool character. And he's playable in the Soul File. Yeah, but he probably was... a movie that you never saw. Because I'm busy, and I already know what happens in the movie. Whatever you say, man. Whatever you say, man.